At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, it's good to have my man back as we say hi, of course, at M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. I'm just laughing at, we got Ben Britton in studio producing, we've got executive producer Bill Berman. I mean, he is, fi- he is fired up on a Friday. You know what it feels like? It feels like early cocktails on a Friday over there, based on what I'm getting got, we gotta, Well, we got to head over to the Borgata. we got to go see our man Thomas Gable and see what's going on over there and do a little promo for the Borgata since we're going to be in there. I think we're going to be in there in two weeks, Patrick. It'll That's be nice. Awesome. It's, so, it's great when you get out there. Um, I want to get to the two preseason games. Just wanted to bring this up. Felt awful. I know you tweeted about it, M. Lombardi NFL. Carl Lawson's injury with yeah. the Achilles is just... The kids, they signed him to the big contract, but he's dealt, you can explain better. He's dealt with injuries before. It felt awful for the kid. So I, I can remember watching uh, Auburn tape, and I saw this kid, and I'm like, who the hell is that? And I'm watching the tape. I think it was Belichick and I, we were at Auburn for the day. Like, who the hell is this guy coming over the, coming around the corner? And so, you know, I go and get the media guide or, you know, I'm looking. Oh, it's Carl Lawson from Florida, like the five-star. I mean, Auburn literally had to go into Florida and get this kid out of there, yeah. which means he's really good, right? And when, you, when you're at Auburn and you're getting to Florida and you're getting a kid out of there, you know, Florida, Miami, Florida State, they're, they're not going to give it away early. Alabama, they went in there, five-star. 
So then I go out, they're having spring practice or something. He's not out there, tours ACL. The next year I watch the tape, man, whew, he's back. Oh, that's good to see him. Then he gets hurt again, tours other ACL. So now he's had both ACL tears mm. and he's had an Achilles tear. So I, I don't think it's fair to say he's injury prone, but certainly he's had to deal with a lot of season ending injuries for a short career. But he's a very dynamic around the corner edger. You know, he's a guy that doesn't play with great power, but he's got great speed and feel to get on the edge of a tackle and turn that tackle inside and be able to pressure the quarterback. This is going to be a significant loss for the Jets because their defense is built with, think of Lawson as their Joey Bosa. You know, think of him as that. And when we know San Francisco doesn't have uh, Joey Bosa or the Chargers don't have Nick Bosa, I forget. Well, Joey's at the Chargers. I'm sorry. Nick's at the 49ers. When the 49ers don't have Nick Bosa, they're not as good defensively as they need to be. And so the Jets, which have a feeling that their defensive front's a little bit better, I think by not having Lawson, really, to me, if you bet the under, I think that's probably even a better bet now. Yeah, let's, that's a great point. The, the discussion on how this, this could have an impact big time on the Jets' season win total and just the season in general because he was supposed to be Lawson. I mean, they gave him three years, what, 45 mil. He was going to be their primary pass rusher as they go 3-4 four to 4-3. Four, I mean, this was, their, this was a big role for Lawson. Yeah, no doubt. And they had to figure out a way to, you're not going to replace Lawson. Like, there's no way you could replace him. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Where do you go to find the player? What are you doing to find? It's, it's going to be very challenging. It's going to be very challenging. And your defense is built on the concept that we're going to need to get pressure coming off the edge. We need a guy that can really, really set the tempo. We need an inside. We need five, six, seven defensive linemen. But the core of this has to come from these five, four guys down. And the, and the edge rusher on the right side of the defense, as you, as you stand behind the defense, has to be the guy. And there you see it. We'll throw the Jets up there. Ben Britton over under set as far as season win total at six. Juiced up a little bit to the under, which I'm surprised by. 25 to one in division, Michael. 150 to one Super Bowl. But they start down in Carolina. Patriots, Broncos, Titans. Doesn't get any easier. This is going to be, I don't see seven wins if you go over the posted total there. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be really hard for them. I think it's going to be really hard for them. Yeah, I would agree. So that's Carl Lawson. And yeah, I saw you tweet about that yesterday. You just feel horrible. Think about what Clay Thompson's going through. Just the mental, right. uh, just the, the the acuity mentally just to get past another. You're just looking into the face of another daunting year of recovery, which is just a grind. And, you know, they have a finite time, these athletes. So you feel awful uh, for Lawson. We're going to come back here in 15 seconds with Michael Lombardi and get into, you know, there's some lineup games that Kingsbury's been playing with Arizona. Andy Reid not doing that. He says my starters are going to play in the first half. So we'll get to that game coming up here. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi, as we kicked off week two of the preseason last night, domination by the Patriots every way, up, down, sideways. Let's go Kansas City, Arizona in the desert tonight. So you mentioned it at the start of the show, Michael. Reed's going to play everybody in the first half. I want to tie into what you believe the relevance is of the week three as compared to last year. I think you have a great point on that, but we'll get to the number here. Kansas City jumped from two and a half on the opener up to three. They're laying it. And the total, by the way, jumped from 36 and a half all the way up to 41, Michael. 
Yeah, I mean, well, that, it's jumped because of one player. We know we're going to see Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And because we're going to see Patrick Mahomes, that also means we're going to see Tyreek Hill. We're going to see Travis Kelsey. And so we're going to see all these guys. And so we know their offensive line is going to play because there's no way that the, the Chiefs would play them would play Mahomes unless Orlando Brown was at left tackle. Right. Unless they had the, the I think it's Nyang at right tackle and Trey Smith at right, ta- right guard and Creed Humphrey at center. So I think, you know, they're going to get the whole offensive line and Tooney at left guard. So that's going to be, you know, 14, could be 14, 17 points in the first half. That's why I think we see this line move up. I mean, what did they, I didn't even I, what was the over under on the Patriots? What did that close at? Closed at thirty eight and a half. So it went under. Yep, went under. And you know what the big we and it wouldn't have it wouldn't have if we if if, if Norwood would have made the field goals and and the extra points. And I was talking to Ben Britton because he was on the under. And really, what helped them late was remember the strip by that Eagles defensive. I, I think it was uh, the, yeah. one of the defensive Stevenson. front players, which you knew coming back the other way, the Eagles weren't going to score. And then Belichick knelt with two what two minutes to go. Just gave, he said, "This is that's enough." You could call, call, well, he had call. seventy-five plays of offense. I mean, he's like, "Look, I got enough tape." It was five hundred yards of offense. <laughs> I don't know if you have enough to watch here. It's funny though. I I, I was having a conversation with one of. Patriot coaches, not my son. And we were talking about Stevenson. He's like, look, we got to get him to hold the ball tighter. We got to get him to hold the ball tighter. He said he doesn't hold it out here, but it's loose. And and he's going to get in the doghouse if he fumbles. How would you, they spent $165 million in the offseason in free agency. There just seems to be a vigor, a renewed, like it was it's not like it wasn't there last year on a seven win Patriot team. How would you describe the vibe coming away from practice? Is it, what, what would you say? How would you encapsulate the vibe right now with the Patriots? You know, the one thing I would say is, is always being around the Patriot team as an employee and, and then coming in as the, as a guest and the father of one of the coaches Uh, I think the players genuinely like one another. They buy into the program. They left uh, after practice in Philadelphia. They went over to NFL Films. They bonded over there. They watched a video. Belichick, I think, got an Emmy for his work on uh, on the uh, top 100 players. And they had little short videos for him over there. So they did a bonding trip. They went and spent time learning about the history of the game. I think it's pretty good. I think that, you know, I said this last year oftentimes on the Lombardi line on during the weekend, especially on the weekends. The secret sauce in New England is player development. They do a really good job of it. You can see it with, 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 with Trent Brown. I mean, if you're Mike Mayock and you're watching this, this tape today and you see Trent Brown come off the field, you've got to say, well, how come we didn't get this? Where was this Trent Brown? Like, this is what drives you crazy as an executive. Like, how do they get him to play at this level and we can't? If I'm Mark Davis, I'm just like, at least explain it to me. I own the team. Can you explain how he goes here? He thrives. He's here. He's a behemoth of a man. What was the difference? Is it motivation? Are you not motivating correctly? Because the skill set's there. Are you not getting it out of the player? This is important. I think Trent Brown is like one of those people, and, and this happens all throughout the country. Some people say, look, I'm better off being in the Army. You know, like I don't, I, I'm not good with free time, so I'm better off being in the army. I think Trent Brown's better off being in New England. He needs structure and discipline in his life. By the way, they, the, the Patriots may have something with that Belichick cat. It appears he can coach. He's 69. I, the, the, the demeanor hasn't changed, right? No. I mean, just he is no. so into it. He's a history. You mentioned history. He's a history buff, as you know. He's just, he's, he's, he's just into it. 
I think he really enjoys it. I think he enjoys rebuilding the team. I think team building is one of the things he loves the most. Getting a team coming together. And they'll come together. Look, they're going to have hurdles. They're not great. I don't want to talk like they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're in a tough division. They've got to beat a tough team in, in, in Buffalo. They've got Kansas City, which we know is a tough team. Tonight they play Arizona. This will be a good test for Arizona tonight, too. But, but going back to New England, you know, I mean, I think he really enjoys the ability to work with these young players, and it brings him vibrancy, and it brings him kind of, and he's good at his craft. The older he gets, he gets better at his craft, if that's even possible. Some continuity there with the Patriots, some camaraderie. Okay, quickly back to, so Kansas City, I mentioned Cliff Kingsbury. A betters could have a bone to pick with him, because remember, in week one, he said, you know, Murray and some of the key starters are going to start on offense. For sure not. They didn't. He's being cagey once again this week about the playing time of Murray and first-team starters. We know DeAndre Hopkins isn't going to play, and if Murray plays, maybe he gets a set or two, a series or two, and then he passes it off to Colt McCoy. So Kansas City and Reed going to start the starters. We don't know yet with Arizona what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, look, is Arizona going to start their offensive line? I mean, I think that if they start – Murray, they got to start their offensive line. How good they'll be, I don't know. You know, I, I don't think you'll see A.J. Green. I don't think you'll see Hopkins. I think you'll see a lot of Rondell Moore. I think you'll see a lot of Christian Kirk. And maybe they can hold on. But looking at them last week, you know, against Dallas, they weren't really ready to go. Well, we see, you know, Jordan Phillips is on the COVID-19 list. J.J. Watt's still on PUP. Chandler Jones is still unhappy. This is not going to be really good for their defense. They're going to get the ball moved on them in this game because I think Andy Reid understands that I got to take these. I, I can't get contact work at practice. I'm going to have to take these games and use it. Now, I don't know if this was the owner's way of making preseason games more enticing, but you know, at least last night when you watched the game from a Patriots standpoint, your team looked organized. Al Davis's favorite word. They looked organized. They looked effective. And, you know, they, they looked like they were well coached. And I think you'll see that tonight with Kansas City as well. Huge move on the total. 41 points is a ton of points for a preseason game. We're now 15-3 and three after last night. You add in, what, the game in Canton. That's 15-3 and three to the under so far in the preseason. And again, Kingsbury in you know, preseason week one was settling for field goals. So uh, 41, it seems a little lofty. Now, back to the original question I had as far as the importance or conceptually how these games are going to be handled. You're the only – yeah, please. I, 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 I want to say this, in just doing research, seven of the last Arizona, last eight preseason games have seen fewer than 41 points. Good one. That's scored. great. Great information. It really is. So seven of eight, fewer than 41 last preseason, seven of the mm-hmm. last eight preseason for, Card- for Cardinals. The... So you're the only person I heard reference this, and it makes so much sense. But again, I got to give you credit. So you you mentioned before on the Lombardi line that week three could still be the dress rehearsal this preseason because of the two weeks that chasm between week three of the preseason and week and week one of the NFL. And then 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 I didn't finish the sentence. Add in the fact that you're not allowed to have padded practices. Like, it isn't like, okay, we're not going to play week three and we can practice every day in pads going to the regular season. No, no. I think they're allowed one practice a week starting at that point. So before you play the opening game, you're only going to get 10 padded practices. So you better put your guys out there. I mean, Belichick played his guys in the first quarter. I would suspect next week Cam will play into the second, maybe into the third, and then Mac Jones will clean it up. 
I think you got to play your guys if you want to be ready for opening day. Look, we know this. Heat and humidity in the Northeast is a real problem. It's probably more of a problem. The weather, we talk weather, and you do such a wonderful job Thank on you. weather, Patrick. I would be remiss in not mentioning I appreciate it. appreciate you know, the, the, the weather is such a factor in September, more so than in December. December, we're really only looking at wind. We're not looking at cold and, and rain and all that. We're looking at wind. In September, we have got to be able to figure out who's in condition and who can handle the heat and humidity. Because when you wilt and you don't have it anymore, it's over. You can't get it back. I don't care how many IVs they give you at halftime. You just, you just can't quite get your game back, and you lose effectiveness. And that, for a better, has to be really important. So when you're making this bet, the five teams you pick for the circuit contest in week one, you've got to ask yourself, is this team in good shape? Can they do a good job in the fourth quarter? Great point, and I appreciate the weather props. Cincinnati, Washington. So if you're looking for a quarterback edge, you can point to Washington. Of course, Fitzpatrick, Heineke. Now, Kyle Allen will come back tonight. They played very well in that first half against the Patriots week one of the preseason. Washington hosting Cincinnati, Michael. Open three and a half. It's been bet all the way up to five and a half for good reason. Cincinnati's going to be without Burrow. Yeah, I mean, look, this offensive line for Cincinnati is still not very good. And it's going to be a hard time. I think I think that Ron Rivera is going to play his guys a little bit. And I think he's going to do some mixing up scheme-wise, too. I think he's going to play it. I, I think you'll see them get after the Cincinnati quarterback. I think it'll be a challenge. The Bengals defensively, when they played against Tampa last week, they actually played pretty well. You know, they got Tom Brady on the ground the first, I think, the second drive of the game. They sacked him. They took him out of there. I think they had four sacks total in the game. They had an interception. Could have had two. They had an interception that got called. They had an interception that got bounced back. And... Uh, the Bucks received. No, I'm sorry. It was the other way around. But they they had they had interceptions, and you know I I just don't know the conditioning and the ability of the Bengals to play four quarters against a pretty good Washington team that'll play their guys tonight. By the way, take can we throw that up for Michael Ben Britton? Uh, the schedule there for the Bengals. Take a look at that win total set at six and a half. This is DraftKings. Um, if you're going over, you need to dig into this schedule. Look who they're playing. Tell me where you're getting. Them Look from. who they're Tell playing. Where, right, let's Look. say they split. Let's say they split week one and two. Okay, they go into Pittsburgh. Never an easy place for the Bengals to go into. Okay, so let's say they went. They're two and two through the month of September, which typically the Bengals play fairly well in September when there's no injuries and they're coming. So let's say they get two there. They get three again. Say they can beat the Lions. Okay, say they beat the Brownies. Say they beat the Jets. That's four. We got four. We still need three more. Look at the back end, Michael. They've got the well, NFC. And I, the, I, I, they've I got the NFC I, and the AFC West. That's I, brutal. If they get four. If they get four by their bye, they still can't get there. AFC, NFC West for the Bengals. That is not good. As a matter of fact, the AFC North are getting pummeled by the schedule. If you look at the AFC and NFC North, to me, that is. I would say this. Is, I mean, just looking at it, I mean, and and be patient because they might come out and start pretty well. But you're you're, you're betting Zach Taylor to improving his team through the season. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, that is. I'm just taking. I, I I knew that they had a tough schedule. The more I look at it, I mean, if you think about it, strength of schedule, the AFC North are going to be at the top. Steelers one, Ravens two. I mean, it's just a brutal. The Bengals, 
Six and a half, you got to get to seven wins on a team that, again, I know you're not sold on the head coach. Offensive line still needs work. Quarterback coming back from injury. There's some questions there. Yep, I, I think there's no doubt. So, you know, and I don't trust their offense. I don't trust their uh, their uh, ability to protect Joe Burrow. So, for me, I think this is going to be a really hard game. The I think the defense could be. I If you have thoughts on the Bengals' defense here, I thought, and their win over the Patriots, it was their strength, you know, their defense, I guess. Um, but I just, the more I was digging through them last night, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm not finding a ton of strengths positionally across the board outside of Joe Burrow and the wide receivers, to be fair. If, if, if Chase pops, they already have really good wideouts. And watching Chase in the first game, he didn't show like, wow. Like, you, you didn't say, wow, look at that guy. He showed size. He showed physicality. But he didn't show you, like, wow, that guy's got to – he's going he's to take a little bit of time to get his foot quickness, to get himself to where he can play with his weight and play with consistency. And I misspoke. I said the Patriots. It didn't mean the Patriots there. The Okay, so that's the Bengals and Washington tonight. Rivera, your expectations for him, uh, he made it very clear in week one that he, he wanted to see both offensively and defensively, specifically in the first half, his starters, and then they fell apart in the second half. Your expectations for them tonight? Well, I think he's going to play his team a little bit longer tonight, and I think he's going to want to see his offense generate some points. You know, and, and then once he gets to the backups, I mean, look, Cincinnati's backups aren't very good either. So then it becomes a backup on backup game. Do I think the under comes into play here? You know, uh, my sense of it is, uh, I think that, what is it? What do we have? What are we at? 34 and a half? Yeah. I mean. That, 35s. I see a 35, 35 pop up. Yeah. 20 to 17 that gets it over. I, I have a hard time thinking the Bengals especially if he plays his guys on defense into the second quarter, you're basically going to ask the Bengals with their backup quarterback to score 10 points over three quarters. I'm not sure they can do that. Yeah, and the Bengals scored seven against the, well, not necessarily the first unit, but in the first half, week one in the preseason against the Bucs. Pardon me, I said the Patriots. Uh, I thought the Bengals' defense actually played pretty well against the Bucs in week they one, did. where they allowed, they I think, did. 160 yards total, 159 actually total. So you're, that's a promising point coming out of that week one preseason game. Now, you didn't see everybody for the Bucs, but again, if you're betting the Bengals, you got to get the seven wins. I don't know how you feel confident in this coaching staff and just in general this roster getting a seven. Yeah, I, I can't see. Especially playing in that division. That, yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I don't see it. I, I mean, don't see it. It is a brutal division. Okay. Ben Britton's pulled together some doubt, no doubts coming up here. I You gave me props on the weather. How is it there? Are you starting to lose some of the humidity as we head towards the end of August out east? No, we got a bad. We got there's a bad storm coming up the east coast. There's a hurricane warning up in the New England area, so the weather is going to be a factor. A lot of rain in the last 24 hours here. So, I, I that, you know, I don't know if D.C. will be. It'll probably be a slow track in in Washington tonight at uh, FedEx Field. So we'll see how that plays out. I don't know what's going to happen. Where are they? Home or away? Are they in Arizona tonight? Yep, Arizona. They are in Arizona. So, they, yeah, that's going to be closed roof. So it should be, per uh, once again, perfect conditions for a team that can really throw the football. All right, you'll have to put the guitar and the flute away for the weekend. That's Michael Lombardi, street performer yeah, no, no, and no, author. Yeah, no playing. We're coming yep. back, doubt or no doubt, here on the Lombardi line. <laughs> Thank you
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. As a reminder, the boys, Brady Cannon, Matt Eumann, is going to be out today. TPC Scottsdale live. So stop by and say hello. My guys in the desert broadcasting live today. Beeson getting it done. Michael Lombardi, of course, hanging out in Jersey. Bill Berman snooping around back there. I see him. We got where's Bermcam? Bermcam needs to happen. <laughs> we, we, we'll, that, I think Des and uh, I think Des and Ken are coming back to set us up for the Borgata. So. I'm sure he's probably going to have poor Ken's going to be on the take to get, you know, berm camp set up back there. Let's do it. You know, uh, I'll pay for it. I don't care. We need berm camp. And if yeah. you, by the way, you know, Ken, who is essentially MacGyver, if you're having issues with like your carburetor or something, I'm sure he can fix that as well. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be something in this office he'll want to fix. There's no doubt. I, I'm, I, I've been th- it's been what, two months since he's been here, so everything falls apart. Well, the guy's amazing. He you know, is. when you carry four pencils in your pocket, you know you're ready to work. <laughs> you know that. And, he, and you know he means business when he adds the yeah. fifth, because my goodness, yeah. that's Ken, who's a legend. Uh, okay, so speaking of legends, we got our buddy DJ Jeff. We got Ben Britton, and Ben Britton might be trolling you here. Doubt or no doubt, Michael Lombardi? Yeah, uh-oh, here he it might comes. be trolling you. The Raiders' fiery preseason dominated the Seahawks in week one, fights all over the place. The Raiders' fiery preseason is a sign of great things to come this season for the Raiders. Doubt? No doubt. I doubt it. Here's why. I mean, so Peterman played the whole game, and you watch the tape of the game. It was really Gruden played the whole game. 
And so you say, how'd that happen? How would Gruden play the whole game? Well, Peterman knew every adjustment that Gruden likes to make. He knew everything he wanted to run. So he's, you know, Peterman's a smart player. I'm going to say he's talented. I said he was smart. Mm -hmm. And so they could run what they wanted to run against the backups. And they looked, Al Davis's favorite word, organized. And they were functional. And they, you know, came out and they played well and they did some things. You know, I don't know how it's going at the Rams because, once again, I'm not buying the reports coming out of it unless I watch it with my own eyes and I don't watch Raider tape. So I watch game Raider tape. I don't watch practice Raider tape. Then I can't really tell you. So until I'm convinced, the way I'm looking at the Raiders this year, until I'm convinced they have the ability to rush with four down linemen and they can play that way, uh, I will, uh, I- I'm going to take it with a grain of salt. I think that's well put. Now, Ben Britton's obsessed with the handshake. I don't know if you've seen it, but it went viral. John Gruden, quote-unquote, dominated Sean McVay in a handshake where McVay looked like a dead fish with his hand, and Gruden, you know Gruden, he's he's full of machismo and testosterone. He dominated him in the handshake, so Ben Britton seems to think that that's pointing to, towards the Raiders going over you the know, post, I, post the I always think it's... I think that's a fairly astute observation by Ben because I, I've I've never felt like like as close as Gruden and and McVeigh pretend they are publicly. I never get the sense when they're together. It always looks awkward. It does look awkward. It always looks. You're right. It always doesn't look like it's two buddies hanging out. It looks like you know I. I Everybody, you know, I like this guy, but I really don't like this guy. You know, I, I don't know what it is. There's just something awkward about it. It just doesn't feel right. Astute you know? observation, Benjamin. You nailed it. I agree. Yeah, nice job. It looks forced. I, he's on top. I mean, look, when you when you wear a master's hat to work, you're on top of your game. There's no denying it. I mean, when you got when you got an authentic <laughs> master's hat, you're on top of your game. There's you can't deny it. I don't have one. Throw you, you throw, don't have one. Throw them on camera. You can go. Let's see it. Where did you get your master's hat from? Have you actually gone to Augusta? Of course, yes. <laughs> so that is that's a no. No, you got to get on the hollowed grounds if you're going to rep that hat. So you're done. Uh, next, the Eagles. This is Ben Britton. Doubt, no doubt. I think I know which way this is going. The Eagles are the worst team in the NFC East. I doubt that. I I, I don't know where the Giants are in all Ooh. this. You know, the Giants. Look, John Maris said the other day. Everybody's all after. Is Dave Gettleman on the hot seat? Is Dave Gettleman on the hot seat? Dave Gettleman's not on the hot seat. Dave Gettleman's been doing everything they've wanted him to do since he got hired. John Mara's on the hot seat. This is a team, they're 28th in wins over the last five, 29th in wins over the last five years. They're 24th and 25th in wins over the last 10 years. This is a badly run organization, no matter what their PR guy complains to me about when I don't say nice things about them. They haven't won. Pat Hanlon, you know, you don't treat us very nice. How do you want me to treat you? You can't win it. You're not winning anything. Like, what do you want me to say? Oh, it's all really good. You remember when, when Tony saw Vin at the, at the, at the Raritan Yacht Club? Hi, Vin. How are you? Everything okay? Yes. Is that what you want me to say? Like, you're really good, Giants. You're really good. Everything's great. Like, come on. Hey, by the way, Giants PR, yeah. we have been respectful. We call him Coach Garrett every time we damn reference right him. Damn right we do. You're damn right we do, and we respect him. He went to Princeton, Patrick. He's smart. There it is. Coming back, your boy, Steam, Josh Applebaum, next here at Lombardi Line.
Party raving about our VP college football guide. Well, NFL betting guide's coming soon, and it's awesome as well. It's dropping in a couple of days. Profiles on every team, VEASAN expert picks, season win totals, division finishes, player awards. We got it all inside. It's so much work, like 300 pages. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Again, it's 20 bucks. You can go there right now, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get the NFL betting guide for 20 bucks, or you can get both guides for a discount. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, did hear from Bill Berman. We're going to bring in our buddy Josh Applebaum here. Did hear, did hear from Bill Berman, Michael Lombardi, about week two of Hard Knocks with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And he said, if you missed it, you didn't miss anything. I didn't see it. Did you see it? The, what I, from what I understand, it was no. C.D. Lamb talking about liking candles. I, I didn't see it. No, I missed week one, too. I'm behind. I have to catch up. But, you know, I mean, I was too busy watching other stuff. I can't really get there. I'll get to it eventually. Okay. I, I have to kind of work on oh, it. No, no, no. You don't have do. to watch it. You, um, come on. Let's be fair. It's it's just fluff. You, you, you watch your real tape. You write your books. Me and Bill Berman will take care of Hard Knocks as we say hi to Josh Applebaum, Market Insights, the podcast. Of course, VEASAN.com slash podcast. He's our buddy. Hi, Josh. How are you? Patrick, Michael, great to be with you. And guys, I, I did the homework. I did watch Hard Knocks. Oh, and I got to say, Michael, they they made your guy Don Fanuch like to be. If you just watch Hard Knocks, you'd think he's Patrick Mahomes. Like he's out there making moves. He's playing chess with Micah Parsons. So uh, I think they they build him up to be like the best backup around. So Michael, I know you'd enjoy that. But real quick, before we get to the, today's games, Patrick, my guy, I love you. Your Detroit Tigers yesterday killed me, man. Mm-hmm. They're up ten to two and they blow it. So uh, I'm trying. I got PTSD from the Tigers, guys. Let's bounce back today. <laughs> you you and Will Hill loving the Detroit Tigers is quite a weird. It's it's. It's, but it's you, really weird. You've them nonstop, <laughs> and eventually they will burn you. By the way, did you both see what Otani's been doing? Two nights ago at Comerica, Otani Michael hit his 40th bomb. That's five more than anybody in the sport of baseball. He also pitched eight innings strong, gave up one earned, struck out eight. So on the same night he hit his 40th home run, he goes eight innings pitched, and he's got an ERA of 279 this year. That's insane. Hey, Ruth. Babe Ruth. It is. It's I mean, Ruthian. It's Babe Ruth. I mean, it's Ruthian. I mean, God bless him. It's great for the sport. I love it. It, it's, it's must it's see TV when he pitches and plays. I mean, you know, to me, it's must see TV when he pitches and, and plays. So that's that's just really awesome. I, I mean, look, it's it's it, it's remarkable that we haven't seen more of this, in the, but we understand why in the age of specialization, because, you know, when Good you point. have a great arm and you, you have a great eye at the plate, you tend to go in that direction. And some guys, you know, have had great gifts to be hitters, but they were such great pitchers. They just decided to focus on their hitting. That's a great pitching. point about specialization, specifically with the, with youth. Now the kids aren't even playing multiple sports. And Josh, no. what was, what was fascinating about Otani the other night is he hit his 40th home run in the top of the eighth. And then he pitches in the bottom of the eighth, a one, two, three inning. That's pretty cool. It's unbelievable. Patrick, I think he, he had a hundred on the radar gun. Patrick, the, yeah. the fact he went to eight innings is remarkable. Insane. I mean, it's, who does that? And Josh said it. He was hitting over. He was hitting a hundred on the gun. It's yeah, just I mean, unbelievable. It's hey, real quick before we get to the market update, Josh, I just saw Shad Khan on television. Michael, he is the Jacksonville owner, of course, and he's got a real sweet mustache with handlebars. Uh, I was thinking it might be a good look for you. Have you ever thought about that? Mustache and handlebar? No, I've never thought. Have about you that. ever had a mustache? I, 
I did earlier, Mike. Yeah, I did. I did. And then I just, I think after we drafted Eric Metcalf, I shaved it. I think that's what I did. <laughs> is, yeah. that, is that what happened? Just the yeah. concept. I'd like to see you with those handlebars. Josh. Uh, always, no handlebars. Oh, no. Okay. Always bearded up. And he's got an update for us today. What are you looking at? Yeah, so guys, let's start with these preseason games. And by the way, Michael, I was on under 38 last night, and man, was that a sweat. I'm like, Patriots, can you stop scoring here? I texted Steph, and I was like, hey, can we just take a rest here? But uh, Pat's looking good so far. But uh, Michael, I want to get your take on Kansas City tonight, because I think, you know, in this information-based preseason where Sharps are really leaning on what the coaches are telling us and how to take advantage of the line moves, you know, and really jumping before line moves and the odds makers adjust, we got a tweet from uh, Adam Schefter talking about Andy Reid tonight. He said, uh, Andy Reid had mentioned, quote, we'll go a half somewhere thereabout with the starters, and then the twos and threes will take over in the second half. So I think it's important for betters. You know, looking at Kansas City at Arizona tonight, we did see Kansas City beat San Francisco 19 to 16 as a plus one and a half dog in week one. Arizona came back and beat Dallas 19 to 16 as well, covered the minus two there. But Michael, you've had a lot of movement toward the Chiefs. They opened minus two and a half. They all got all the way up to three and a half. Now you're starting to see it come back a little bit. Maybe you had some Arizona with the hook three and a half uh, come back there uh, a tiny bit. But uh, you look at way, the way Andy Reid is handling this, Michael. Should we isolate a first half play in Kansas City? Now the money line's kind of high first half. It's around minus 190, minus 200. They're about minus three and a half in the first half. And also we had a lot of over money come in. Some books opened like 37 all the way up to 41. And guys, another under last night. It wasn't easy, but you got there 15 and three to the under now when the total's 37 or higher. It's now seven and zero oh and 62% since 2014. So Michael, what do you make of Andy Reid's comments? Would you target a first half play with the Chiefs? And do you think we get another under tonight or do we see more points? Uh, you know, I think this, I think that, you know, let's just say we got 15 minutes in each quarter. That's 30 minutes. If the Cardinal defense is not playing their guys and the Chiefs are willing to play their starters, I think you're going to see, you could see 17 points in the first half just from the Chiefs alone. Now, can you get further than that? I don't know. I think that becomes a little bit more complex when the backups come in. But let's just say we err on the side that they get 21. And the Cardinals don't play anybody. I mean, the Patriots could have scored 45, but they basically just ran the clock out. So, uh, you know, I think this is a really high over number. And and initially your reaction is, oh, Mahomes is playing. They're going to go over. Well, he is going to play, but he may not play. How many points? He can't score 40 in the first half. Right? (laughs) He can't score. And he's going to need a little help from Arizona. And if they don't play anybody, how does it get over? The news move this number to Mahomes to go to 41, but that still doesn't account for what Arizona's doing. Do you have a lean on that total, Josh? Again, I got it opening 36 and a half all the way up to 41, and Michael astutely pointed out earlier, seven of the last Arizona Cardinal preseason games have cashed to the under. Yeah, I'm going under here, guys. I'm not really outsmarting myself too much. We have an inflated number. If you're going over 41 now, you're wicked late to the party, and you're getting the worst of it. To me, it's an under or nothing here. And just this trend that we're seeing, guys, you know, these unders continue to hit. At some point, are they going to continue at 84%? No, obviously not. But uh, until we see some regression, to me, it's a why not take a shot on the under. If another under cashes and you don't play it, you're like, what am I doing? It was right in front of my face. So I am going to go under 41 there. And I'm looking at Chiefs maybe first half there. And, and to your point, and Michael, we'll come back and get your thoughts. But to your point, they left a graphic up here, and I'm glad they did. So, Michael, the Kansas City Chiefs win total set at 12 and a half. 
and people say, well, that's a great bet because Kansas City's not going to lose. It's not a great bet because you could have a few weeks ago gotten Kansas City at 12. Okay, yeah, so that's there's, right. There's a big that difference now. Now you now you're asking you're looking for four losses as opposed to looking that's, for five. That's hundred percent. That's a right. big difference. That is, and that's to Josh's point as well about if you're going over, you can't bet over 41 tonight. Yeah. Drew Locke is close to winning the starting job in Denver, Patrick. Let's come back with that next here, Lombardi Line. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. You can raise the stakes tonight. VSIN 100 is the promo code. So here's the deal. Go to betmgm.com. You bet a dollar, you can win 100 if the Yankees or Twins hit a home run. That's going to happen. You're going to win the money. So make sure you check it out. New customers, 100 to win 100. A dollar to win 100. Yankees, Twins hit a home run. Use the bonus code VSIN 100. King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a gambling issue. Okay. And, Michael, as we went to break, you mentioned it. So, if you have news, I see you have – it's not necessarily breaking news, but it looks like Drew Locke is kind of narrowing in on the starting position there at quarterback with Denver Broncos. I mean, someone in Denver is reporting that he's closing in on the starting job. I think this has been a a fait accompli all along. 
you know, I think that Drew Locke is going to get every opportunity in September to be the guy, you know, and it, again, this is what we call second order thinking in, in most decision makings. If they started Teddy and Teddy didn't play well, is, is Locke going to be good enough to come in and kind of fix it? Probably not. But if you give Locke a chance to start the season and let him get going, maybe he gets some confidence. Maybe with all these players around him, he feels himself, he finds himself, and now you can go. And if he struggles, no big deal. We'll go right to Teddy. But if you do it the other way around, it may not. you may never know what you have in Locke. So that's why I thought all along it was going to be Locke. And I think it will be Locke. And I'm not saying Zach Stevens of, of DNVR, whatever that is, is right with his prediction. I just think that the noise and the way you have to set up these quarterbacks in thinking of second-order thinking. Like, what happens? Like, for example, what happens if Belichick starts Mac Jones? Let's say that happens. What happens if Mac goes out there and struggles against the pressure of Miami? What happens if he misses a couple hot reads and he throws a pick? His confidence goes way down. Now what do you do? Now what do you do? Whereas if you start Cam, you kind of know what you have with Cam. You let him get his feet wet, see where he's going to get you to. And if it's not good enough, now you got to bring their young player in. But if you do it the other way around, now you're asking Cam to come back in to play a role that he's not really comfortable playing. It's the same thing that happens in San Francisco. You want to start Trey Lance, great. All everybody, get those MVP odds roaring, baby. <laughs> but what happens if he struggles in week one? So that is, and it's a great point, and I love the way you broke down the Denver situation at quarterback. And Josh, he, Locke, had always been the slight favorite. Yeah, I think Michael really made some money, hopefully, for some listeners here on Lombardi Line, because you're totally right, Michael. This move toward Drew Locke, you know, we did shows where he was like plus 100, kind of even money. You had Teddy Two Gloves, like plus 130. We then saw the last I looked, he was minus 175, Drew Locke. So I just looked in at the break, and now DraftKings has removed those odds. Those odds are now off the board. That's a signal there that they're not willing to take any more money because, as you mentioned, Michael, fate of complete, that it's probably going to be Locke. So, uh, again, if you jump on that Locke prop, you're feeling really good right now. Two things about Denver real quick, guys. This Saturday night, 10 o'clock, they're at Seattle. Big move toward Denver there in that preseason game. Denver opened minus 2.5. They're all the up to minus 5. Then that week one game, Michael, at the New York Giants, that was kind of sitting pretty much a pick them or minus one Denver all summer. We did just see it go up to minus one and a half. So a little bit of movement there toward the G men. Michael, any thoughts? I know it's far away, but you know, Denver week one at the giants. Do you agree with that? Minus one to minus one and a half toward Denver. I do. The reason I like this is I think Vic will do a really good job against this Jason Garrett offense. I think it'll be easy. For Michael, him I'm sorry to, to interrupt you, but you call them Jason Garrett. Excuse me. I apologize. Coach Garrett. That's ten dollars. I'll put ten dollars in the Ben Britton hat. The master's hat. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's a fine. I apologize. That's a fine. I That's apologize. a fine. No, I got to pay a price. Look, you got to assume responsibility. It's about, for your it's, this show's you about know? decorum and respect, isn't it? That's right, and it's about accountability. Darn it! Like you've got to be accountable. If we're going to hold these coaches accountable, Thank I should you. be accountable too. I, I Coach apologize. Garrett will struggle against the blitz concepts coming out of, of Denver. The Vic Fangio defense is very hard for a team that's not well rooted in protections and this is Garrett's protections going back to the 0405 North Turner offense is a little outdated I think they'll have a good time against them I think they'll have success and I think this offensive line of the Giants if they don't improve in the next three weeks will struggle to block this Denver team I think the Denver and laying just slightly a little a point a point and a half looks like a good bet right now correct me if I'm wrong that Vic Fangio defense just got a young kid and Brandon Staley a job with the Chargers is that fair yeah 
Mm-hmm. He, he was uh, running. Yeah, his, he was he running his defense with the Rams? And again, this is goes back to perception. You know, the Raiders, we have Gus Bradley. Gus Bradley wasn't really viewed in, in, in Los Angeles. He was viewed as one of the reasons why they struggled to close out games. Anthony Lynn took all the blame, rightly so. But they were also, uh, you know, they couldn't play defense because they played this one style. This is what I keep harping on. You know, but everybody buys into it because, you know, Salai is so magnetic. You know, he's so <laughs> he's so encouraging. Yeah, good. What happens in the third quarter when stuff's going on and you can't figure it out? You know, so uh, they were going to make that move in the Chargers, and Staley comes in and gives them a little bit more diversification. So I think that'll help them. Yeah, I think Vic's scheme is hard to play. You ask any offensive coordinator, they'll tell you, like, Vic's hard to play. Unless you know how to play him and play him a lot, he's hard to play. You know Teddy Bridgewater and his boys are all texting today. He's like, dude, I can't beat out Drew Locke. What the hell's going on here? Although they- Teddy probably knew, Patrick. Teddy knew the fix was in. I mean, this was a predetermined. This was predetermined. Yeah. It was predetermined. I mean, that's the advantage if you listen to our show you can gain is there's some things that we can look through that are predetermined. You know, remember when, remember when, you know, Herm Edwards was debating whether he was going to start Brody Coyle or Damon Herod. I mean, it was all pre, you know, it was all theatrics. <laughs> That's like a good, good callback. That one, uh, that was legendary. Okay, Josh, um, we went through Kansas City, Arizona, the second game tonight. Well, actually, simultaneous. Cincinnati, Washington, no Burrow. Washington's jumped up to five and a half here. Yeah, big move here toward Washington, guys. You know, what's uh, what's kind of ironic here, nine months ago exactly on this uh, the same turf, I actually read that they replaced the turf there in Washington, but this is where Joe Burrow got injured and tore his ACL. So he's going to be held out. You're not going to see him tonight, obviously. But big move here toward Mike, uh, toward Washington, Michael. You know, they open minus three and a half. They're all up to minus five and a half. You know, we do have both teams, uh, you know, Washington coming off a loss to the Patriots, 22 to 13. They're a two-point dog and lost that thing late. Uh, thankfully, the referees, with a, they negated the two-point conversion version and Stevenson had a touchdown later to ice it but Cincinnati beat Tampa Bay 19 to 14 uh, where Tampa Bay again didn't play much of their guys late there but Michael I'm looking at this move toward Washington I'm saying you know does this mean we're going to have a lot more football team guys play tonight are you going to see more Fitzpatrick you know we do have Ron Rivera slightly profitable in the preseason 19 and 17 ATS at home he's 10 and 8 ATS 56 percent but it's also a big line move and this is kind of the same spot that Cincinnati was in last time where everyone was was leaning there with uh, with Tampa Tampa Bay, but you, and you got an inflated number. When you look at these big dogs, like we we think about big dogs like ten points or more regular season. In the preseason, five or more is a big dog. Six, you're getting pretty uh, pretty up there. When you're a, a dog of five and a half or more, you're about fifty six percent ATS last decade. So uh, also with the, the total, it was really low thirty three. It's up to thirty five. Again, I'm playing unders or nothing right now. But Michael, what's your take on this one? Do you think the football team plays most of their guys, or do you think, hey, this big dog trend since he did it week one, can they do it again here? Well, I mean, look, since he's made it, I mean, Zach Taylor said he's not going to play Joe Burrow, but he's going to play his starters, which he did last week. He played them for a series, and I think he's going to play them more of extended minutes into this game. I think they played six snaps in the last game against Tampa. But, you know, right now, I think they're really struggling at the cornerback position. Eli Apple, who is one of their starting players, Ricardo Allen, is out. And so those injuries have really hurt them. 
they're starting to practice now, but they're not quite there. So I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think knowing the way the Washington football team played offensively, they're going to want to get some things going with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I'm with you, Josh. I think you said it perfect. Look, let's just play the unders. If you like the under, go ahead. If you think the over is going to hit, go ahead. I think this will be a, t- a game of backups and in the second half. I don't like Cincinnati's backups very much, especially when we get to quarterback. So, you know, I think Washington will play better, and they're going to play their defensive guys a little longer. If I took a team, I would take Washington in the under. By the way, Michael, tell Bill Berman, Antonio Gibson, fantasy-wise, could have a huge season. They're loving Gibson yeah. down in camp right now with Washington. Good rookie year into year two. Can catch the ball out of the backfield. Very impressive. Josh? And Mr. Baseball, get your mitt ready because, Josh, I, I know you have a trend you want to start with here before we get to your baseball picks. Yeah, I'm looking at all these games today, guys. Huge MLB slate here. And one thing that caught uh, my eye is there's a big schedule spot today. So, you know, you don't think of it a ton in baseball because you feel like you play every day. But there are schedule situations where you have uh, a rested favorite versus a back-to-back team. So a team that had the previous day off uh, and they, you know, can reset their uh, their lineup, get their pick- pitchers, their bullpen an extra day, get your position players off their feet for a day. If you're a rested favorite and you're going up against a team who played the previous day, this year it's 54-31, and 31, 64%. If it's a non-division rested favorite versus a back-to-back team, it improved to 73%, 33-12. and 12. So there's a ton of matches today in this spot, rested versus tired. Uh, the Jays, the Red Sox, the Padres, the Braves, the Rockies, uh, the Cleveland Guardians, Indians, San Francisco. But, Michael, one game I'm looking at is the San Francisco Giants. They're on the road at Oakland. They're in a spot they're not usually in, kind of a pick type number. But this is down the middle. Public doesn't know where to go. But this would be a rested spot with the Giants, who had yesterday off. Oakland played yesterday in New York. And, um in Chicago and now has to travel San Francisco. This was a pick type game, even like a minus 110 Oakland. Now it's flipped to San Francisco minus 115. So keep an eye on that rested versus tired spot. Uh, Giants will be a match here at a good price on the best team in baseball. You want mine? Yeah, uh, Mr. I mean, baseball, I, let's go. You want it? I mean, I didn't know if you wanted it. I'm I wanted it. Of course we want it. You've been red, keep winning, red hot. The schedule we didn't not. get you it know, yesterday. We didn't get a play yeah, from you yeah. yesterday. Let's go. I, I love the over in the Pirates St. Louis. I love the over. What is it, at eight and a half? It might have shut up to nine. You know, I love that game. I think it's coming off of, you know, I think both both teams will hit the ball. I think this could hit easily by the sixth inning. I think, it, oh, it's eight and a half? Yeah, we get eight and a half. Oh, you like it. it even more now. Eight and a half? Love it. Love, love, love. Yeah. Buckos cards, Redbirds, Buckos, over eight and a half. Mr. Base, Josh, you better step aside. Mr. Baseball's been I know. hot. And, uh, Michael, might... you're unbelievable. It, yeah, <laughs> sharp, you're sharp Michael, attack. Michael, you're unbelievable. And he owes I'm us just, ten bucks. I'm not a sharp though. Don't. I'm not a sharp. That's. I don't control sharp, sharps. I'm going to watch tape with sharp. I'm going to leave this office now. Listen to that guy singing music that we had, and I'm going to find That's... me a sharp so I can watch some football with him. Rick Talender, you owe us all an apology. My uh, <laughs> Michael, tomorrow you, and me, and Josh yeah. will be back. We'll be here as well. Can't wait. Okay, Can't your wait, time wait, guys. ten seven. My time. Fellas, enjoy your Friday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, the nice guys. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Ben Britton. Nice work. Nice pass. <laughs>
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.